0: And then I start hearing, you know, Magic, you're not working hard enough. Magic's not in the office. So people around the Laker office was telling me Rob was saying things and- Rob I, Palenka. Rob Palenka. And I didn't like those things being said behind my back that I wasn't in the office enough and so on and on. So I started getting calls from my friends outside of basketball saying those things now were said to them outside of basketball now not just in the Laker office anymore now it's in the media and so on these are people you trust exactly and people got to remember something being in this business for over 40 years I got allies I got friends everywhere I wanted to fire Luke Barton and we had max three meetings Um, I showed her the things he did well and things he didn't do well and I said, listen, we got to get a better coach. I like him. He's great. Former Laker, the whole thing. So the first day, well, let's think about it. Second day, okay, you can fire him. Then the next day, you no, know, we should try to work it out. So, talking about, is it Rob Palaker and other people within the Lakers organization? Who exactly were you talking No, about? just Rob. I think that other people didn't it's, it's really funny as I sit here. I'm on a- EJ Johnson
1: face. What's up? What's happening? I'm put the you want a cookie? <laughs> We're True. That. How's your week been?
2: Um, I- <laughs> Ari! Put Ari on the mic. Yes, Hello. Yeah, Hey, Ari. Say hello. Hi. 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 Oh, right. Say what's up to the people. Say gang gang. gang Say squad
3: gang.
1: up. Yeah, all right. All right. I'll go get you your cookies. Go, go sit down so I can get you your cookies. Hi. All right. Come on. Oh, this is what happens when you don't have a studio.
2: Well it's all right.
1: Yeah, I'm uh not, right. not complaining at all. Um it was actually about your week. How have you been? What's new? What's different?
2: This week um same ish day, you know. My life is pretty much like Boom 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 repeat boom 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 repeat boom 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 repeat. So yeah, I've been straight. And now and that really exciting to pop off this week.
1: You know what I noticed? we never what we never really did, uh I don't know how many episodes in. We never really introduced each other and how we know each other and what makes us qualified to speak on what we speak about. Not that it matters now, but I was listening to like uh a couple people's like pilot episodes and I heard that was a common theme and I'm like huh well no, no sense of doing it, doing that
2: <laughs> we are beyond the pilot beyond the scope of piloting I, I, we aren't piloters no really. I, did we even name the first episode
1: pilot it was it was called
2: That's wild. <laughs> oh man. I,
1: I guess it's people's way of saying uh, hey this is our first episode. Uh, if it doesn't move from here we won't continue. So er, er, it's like pilot and then episode 1 right after pilot is what people usually do. Right. I don't uh, Guess well, is the season. Well, we're not the usual yeah. No, not by a long shot. Not by a long shot. It's gonna sound morbid, but I'm not being morbid. Um Probably
2: being morbid a, No, I'm
1: not. No, I'm not. no, I'm not. It's actually really okay. good, but you might turn it morbid being you know, being how you are. I was True. at a funeral yesterday and Oh I, wow. Wow, that's not morbid
2: at all. No, it's, not. No,
1: no, it's okay. not. no, it's not. No, it's not. Cause I'm going, I'm going someplace nice. I was at a funeral yesterday and uh the grandson um who died. Up. You want to divulge? Uh, it's Tiffany's mom's aunt. They called her Aunt Georgia, 90 something years old. Okay. Uh she passed and the grandson got up and he was very comical uh, where he was telling stories um, about her life. And then the she was an usher in this Baptist church and the preacher gate got up and he was getting ready to eulogize her. And he gave a story. And I thought it was hilarious about how um, Tiffany's aunt, Georgia, was uh, she was like the head usher. There was a president only by name, but she was the one that actually ran the whole show. And he told the story of uh, one, one woman's day. His wife wanted everybody to wear like um, pink, um, pink scarves. And <laughs> he said Tiffany's aunt was like uninterrupted white. So then the first lady came up to her and was like, hey, well, you know, um, I know the ushers are supposed to wear white, but um, do you mind? They can still wear a uniform if they just wear these pink scarves. And he said, without beating an eye, she told the first lady, no, we're wearing uninterrupted white. And then she said, (laughs) (laughs) and then he said the preacher, the, the first lady went to the preacher and was like, well, um. She said that we couldn't do go. Well, what did uh, what did Aunt Georgia say? If she said uninterrupted white, then that's what it's gonna be. And it was a, it was like a comical moment. And that that thing, I'm like, what's one story? What's one funny story people will tell? Uh, my, I miss my uncle Charles. Charles moment. I was thinking about that, and I asked Tiffany if she had her one story ready, and she didn't. So I press her about what story she will tell.
2: Um, I don't know. I, I, it's not something I like to think about.
1: I, I said you would li- make it morbid. I said that... Not, it's
2: not a topic I'm interested in going into.
1: <laughs>
2: You're ridiculous. Alright, fine. For way, you. way too morbid for my blood.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. I said it was for you.
2: Way too, way too morbid for me.
1: Can't even have fun anymore.
2: You call that fun? I and thought it was funny to about, think about your funeral anymore? and the stories that people would tell. How could yes. that be fun? Yes, why not?
1: Oh, man. No. Interesting. Hold on. Don't worry. I got you. I got you.
2: No. There's no mistake. I clearly
1: Alright, so from death of life to death of finances and responsibility. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw wow, that was uh, great. Yeah, you see me? Uh, I don't know if you heard the story about the um, guy from Morehouse, Robert Smith. Yes. Billionaire
2: um, philanthropist.
1: I, I thought this was a really, really, really dope uh, thing for the gentleman at Morehouse. First um, of all, Real quick before
2: you jump into your, you know, dick riding, I, I Googled this dude and his net worth is five billion dollars. Guess what that ranks him amongst Americans? One hundred and six one hundred and sixty third. He's the one hundred and sixty third richest person in America with a net worth of five billion dollars. How sick is that?
3: How sick is that?
2: Five billion only gets you 163rd place. That's, that's why. I, I, yeah, go ahead.
1: And uh, wasn't dick eating as much as it was Black Excellence Celebration? <laughs> Now, nah, 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 this don't even matter because at fifth, a hundred and sixty something million dollars only gets you sixth place. Um, well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Five billion dollars only get you a hundred. Who's
2: number one yeah. on that list? I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to look. I was. Just, that was just a stat. I could. I was like, this can't be real. This
1: can't be real. Lord, one day I wish to be in... Maybe I don't want to be to this guy. I look at the story and say, "You know what? One day that's gonna be me." But apparently, I don't want that to be me if that only puts me a hundred and sixty something <laughs> on the list. I mean, I'm I'm sure he's sitting comfortable behind a hundred and
2: sixty two other people, still comfortable, pretty comfortable, pretty damn comfortable. If you ask me, fam, that's bananas. My God, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Nah, that's bananas. Yeah, sick. Well, while I give this backstory uh, of Robert Smith, um, alumni of Morehouse, uh, he was the commencement speaker and pretty much told the class of 2019 that their student loans were now his and paid 40 million dollars to eradicate student loans for the graduating class of 2019. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, for those keeping score, white right, people, that was a black man <laughs> that did that. That was a
2: nigga. Salute a- to that black man. That was major. Were you like forging your, your degree?
1: No. Um, shout out to Sharice. I know you follow Sharice. Uh, she's dumb funny. <laughs> she's <laughs> hilarious. She used um, she used the Snapchat mail filter, and she said everybody else is making jokes. Meanwhile, I'm trying to see how I can get into Morehouse to get my student loans paid. And I laughed way too hard at that because she looked with uh, the filter. She looked like she could have walked right down the aisle. Yeah,
2: she dead look like a dude with that filter. So those Snapchat filters be nuts. Um. I was going to say something. Oh yeah. Student loan debt. Like that's a real, that's a real problem in America. It's like a hundred, it's like a one point, I think $5 trillion. I don't know. It's like the science behind student loan debt in this nation is really crazy. That's like the only debt that's never forgiven credit card debt bankruptcy all that stuff will you know that'll just stay on your credit score your credit report for a few years if you don't pay it and then you know it'll go away whatever but student loan debt is it's everlasting <laughs> and even when you die <laughs> the next of kin must pay must repay that student loan yeah, so you're never it's, it's, escaping like you're never escaping that even in death you're leaving that burden to whoever you know you leave you've left your affairs to and the banks are relentless when it comes to student loans and i don't know know why and i'm afraid to like research why student loans are so important
1: You, you know what i really love about our podcast and our platform uh we don't plan these conversations they kind of just take off from That's from one fact. spot. Uh, I love the fact that we can like not have this conversation about student debt planned and somehow end up here. Um I I, I don't know. Uh I always say college scam when I was in college. Um yeah. It's ridiculous uh that when you call to make payments on your student loans, it's either set up a payment plan and pay interest or pay the full amount in a certain amount of days and all will be forgiven. But Like, who can do that? <laughs> if I can't get a job coming out of school, one, or a job I do have doesn't pay me nearly enough to survive wherever I'm living.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But on Especially top of that...
2: Especially if you're in New York. You can forget yeah. it. You can forget it.
1: And here, This is a conversation that um, spurs from Blackish and Junior taking his gap year and deciding to um, actually go into work as opposed to going to college. Um, why is college forced on, not say kids, but like as opposed to parents saying, hey, Create your own, start your own, have a fallback plan if necessary. But why, like, I'm not saying it to say that I'm not pushing education on my kids, but I watched that Blackish episode and it made me think a lot. Yeah, me too. Me too. Especially
2: the part where Junior was like, Well, you're just like grandpa layup and I'm slam dunking. I'm like, Well, all right, Junior. <laughs> Way to stick it to him. But it gave me, like, Pause to think like, like, what are we doing? Really? Are we just, you know, going to be content with the everyday nine to five, whatever you bring home a little bit of bacon and you can pay your bills and you can have a little bit of uh, luxury outside of that. And, you know, go on a vacation once or twice a year, buy some nice things, some Jordans Yeezys or whatever, whatever. And, you know, go about your business. Like, why are we content with that?
1: Which of you kids do you think is going to be the one to tell you, I don't want to go to college?
3: Right now, right now, I would say Ethan.
2: I would say Ethan. Because he does not like Challenges
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, like anything outside of the required <laughs> education <laughs> curriculum, <laughs> I can't see him pursuing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I would I would bet my last dollar that Ethan would be like, "Can I not?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. um, Yeah. The college, like the whole college game is, it seems to be one big old scam to keep young people in debt. Like I said, it's like a $1.5 trillion industry. Um, Yeah. You like, you have to have, you have to have people in debt in order for like capitalism to work. If not, we will all just be in, like, you know, a a utopia, you know. So I do do think college is a scam. Um, You know, both of us, we both went to college, graduated with four-year degrees. Um, I went a different route. I went to a CUNY school, and and I didn't have to take out any loans because I was getting grants, um, and that was enough to cover every semester that I was there. So my college experience is different from yours. Um, so I was fortunate enough to come out, and I don't have to, you know, sit on eighty thousand, ninety thousand, sixty thousand. You know what I mean? And you come out of college, and you're only going to get an entry level position, which would be like thirty, forty thousand dollars. You're already in a hole, fam. Yeah, it's just, it's
1: just, we're living in a sick, sick society, and it, it the crazy part is like, and having this discussion like uh, you think you talk about like uh, savings and things like that, and most times in most cases people have a savings either to buy a house, to buy a car, to mm-hmm. buy whatever whatever have you, um, you're pretty much trying to make a cushion for in case whatever happens right and in looking into uh buying a house i had a conversation with a mortgage broker and i don't know if he was supposed to tell me but i'm going to share it with you guys um essentially they charge you insurance on your mortgage to say hey we lent you the money we want to we want to charge you on top of the principal and interest We're going to charge you an insurance to make sure you pay 80% of the mortgage back. Jeez. Nigga. (laughs) Yo. The reason being, when when the housing market crashed, a lot of people lost their money. So their way of ensuring that it doesn't happen again is to say, oh, you're buying a house? Cool. We're going to charge you insurance on top of your principal and your interest so that we know, so that we can guarantee you're going to pay the mortgage back at least up to 80%. Bugging out.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: Wow. Bugged out. So it, it's, <laughs> and, the whole purpose of it is to say, hey, um, if we don't do it this way, no one else will get a mortgage ever again because of what happened when the housing market right. crashed. Right. Because a lot of people defaulted on their mortgages and didn't pay. So.
2: Yes, yeah, so it's pretty much the same thing. It's a housing bubble, but instead of the banks losing out, the people will. So instead of both parties losing, just the the party whoever can't pay, they'll, they'll yeah. lose. So it's yeah. still essentially going to be, like, the housing bubble. It's just not yeah. going to affect the economy. Yeah, okay, that's crazy. Yeah, we're living in sick times. Like, that's oh, it's, since Donald Trump has been in office, like, my eyes have been open to a lot of, like, politics and corruption, economy. It's like, yo, this is a sick, sick nation. We're talking about, you know, people that bought slaves over from Africa in a ship. You know, put a thousand people in a ship that can only hold 500. So, you know, it's not really surprising. A little bit maybe 400 years later. It's kind of sick. But, you know, that's the foundation from which we've come. And these are some sick people that we're dealing with. Alright, so... You-
1: that's, that's,
2: like, that's the only... Where I can conclude all of this madness, all of this madness this is like, all right, these niggas are sick.
1: All right, do you want the uh, top ten? Um, or, like I'm not gonna go through 160. Or you just want the top five richest, richest people richest in Americans. America? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Five or ten. With the numbers, we do ten. All right, I'm gonna go from ten to one. Ten, Mayor Michael Bloomberg. 48 billion. <laughs> Number 9, Sergey Brin from Alphabet, I'm saying that correct. American computer scientist and internet entrepreneur, 49 billion. Number 8 is two people, the Koch brothers of Koch Industries, Charles and David, both with 50 billion. Number 6, founder of Google, Larry Page 60 billion, 60 billion. Number five, good old Mark Zuckerberg. Stealing dreams and making his happen. 62 (laughs) billion. Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Founder of Oracle, businessman Larry Ellison, 62 billion. And mm-hmm. listen to this jump. Like, it's been, like, small incremental jumps from 10 to Yeah, 000. like one. Yeah. Yeah. From Larry Ellison to Warren Buffett. Yeah, we're going to jump 20. $82 billion for Warren Buffett. Wow. And then it shrinks again. Bill Gates at number two. $96 billion. And my main man. Jeff. At the top of of course. 131 <laughs> billion dollars. Yeah, Bezos. Ouch. Nigga, all right. So, I, and put in putting it respect to bringing back to Robert Smith, um, Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> I think it has 48 billion, and Robert Smith paid 40 million with an M 40 million for student loans.: Yeah. did you see somebody try to come for Oprah and ask her when she was going to um Yo, the clap back? <laughs> <laughs> Oprah was like, "Well, I've already given 13 million in scholarships and sent over 400 people yeah. to Morehouse. So Hey, sis. <laughs> don't, come, don't come for the O
2: Don't you do it
1: <laughs> That's crazy But th- this money conversation is going to lead me um, To talk to you and ask you Is it fair Fair to athletes that if they don't make the all NBA team, they lose out on so much money, and if they do make it, that puts them in a category to get max contracts.
2: Um, I don't know if it's fair. Like, isn't the contract negotiated? Like, isn't that the point of an agent?
1: I don't yes, know. Yes and no, because your, your contract can be negotiated, but apparently... If you make the All-NBA... Um, yeah, yeah, all eligible team, for a
2: Supermax contract. Yeah, it's just an incentive.
1: Hold on one second. I'm going to play the video for you. And this is of Cliff Thompson finding out that he was not on the uh, All-NBA team. And I'm going to explain why I'm playing this particular one in a second. Couple. I mean, that's cool and all, but, like, when you go to five straight finals, I, I, I respect those guys, but, holy, when you go to five straight, I mean, it takes more than just a couple of NBA guys. It's like the all-time team, but whatever. That's not—I'd rather win a championship than be 13 on NBA, so it's all good. Do you, do you more not, more. Do not like that that affects that potential contract status in NBA, because so, that would have elevated you yeah. out of time. It's, it is what it is. You know, I can't control it. Uh, do I think there's that many guards better than me in the league? No, but that's the reason why we're still playing. So I don't know what to do doing, honestly. Like how are you going to roll that off your back. End? I mean, there's money. You can tell Clay was visibly annoyed because the headline for that, um, that snippet says Klay Thompson loses potential $30 million by not making All-NBA team. $30 million just because he didn't make the All-NBA team, and this man is getting ready to go to his fifth straight finals.
2: What's the criteria? Like, who, who votes for those All-NBA like how do they determine those?
1: I dunno, but I a hundred percent agree with his point and um how do you justify <laughs> thirteen other people being ahead of me and I've gone to the finals five times? Can Walker can be all BA but Clay Thompson can't? Yeah, I don't I don't yeah,
2: I would need to know how they, how they figuring this, this, this out, because that makes no sense. And that makes no sense to me.
1: Hold on, I'm trying to find out.
3: Uh, duh, 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 duh.
1: No, this is for the All game. NBA All Team. But yeah, being that he misses out on thirty mil, the reason why I um wanted to bring this up because Kimba, who made the old NBA team, can get a max deal for two. <laughs> Ay. Kimber get a max deal <laughs> for, um, for two hundred and twenty-one million dollars. Kimba Walker, no rings, no I think maybe all-star appearances. He can get a max five-year deal for two twenty-one. And Clay Thompson, who has three rings, just lost out on $30 million on his contract. I'm not crying for Clay because it's $30 million, but I'm trying to figure out how do you justify that?
2: Yeah, so the, the vo- it's a panel of sports writers and broadcasters. It's like 123 of them. So, yeah, blame them niggas. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. How is Kimber getting anything? Like, what does that nigga do?
1: But this is the issue that I'm having. And when I read this, I'm like, that's a lot of money to throw around. And like, you can tell in the video, you can tell Clay is like annoyed because he's like, all right, yeah, this is why I'm still playing. I can't really put my attention on the niggas that make the all team, but Nigga, I just lost thirty million dollars because I didn't make it. Like,
3: yeah.
2: I mean, he wasn't getting no super max anyway.
1: If Kimba's getting two twenty one, Clay has to get something around the same thing, or at least two forty. Or if Kim, if Kimba can get two twenty one, Clay got to get that same money. Well, not with the Warriors. Not with the Warriors, but I'm just saying for a, a potential
3: max deal.
2: See that? See, it's tricky now because Clay ain't leaving. But this is like you know what we're talking about now is specific to Clay. Like you know, other players. I get what you're saying, but Clay was not going to max. He wasn't going to get a max anything with the Warriors. Is at five two or one So Clay, Clay's not going to get. He wasn't going to get more than that. Nobody's going to even offer him more than that.
3: It's
1: fair to Nobody's him.
2: Nobody's offering Kimber Walker to be honest, unless you're Charlotte because he's your end-all, be all. But if that nigga goes shopping around, I'd be shocked if anybody put a five-year, 214, 220, whatever the number you just said. I would be shocked if anybody presented that to Kimball Walker. Like, completely flabbergasted.
1: Mike Conley, point guard for the Grizzlies got a 5 year.
2: That was that's just, what I'm saying because that was Memphis, that was their end all be all they had to give him that money. He hasn't done anything since. So that's their L. But Charlotte, I can see Charlotte doing that because they drafted him, you know, it's kind of like a homegrown thing. They'll try to put the talent around him. Maybe they see, you know, they have a plan for the next 5 years with Kemba or whatever. I don't know. I can see Charlotte offering him um, something around that five, two, two, ten, two, fourteen, whatever, whatever. But if anybody else, <laughs> the Knicks are probably <laughs> offering when once KD decides to go But like, that's crazy. I can't. I would be shocked. I would be shocked. And Kimba, Kimba's nice. Like he can play, but he ain't no Supermax player. Nah.
1: It's crazy how uh, the the TV deal kind of ballooned what people could get. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Jordan in his time, to think that he never saw that type of money just from a basketball contract but with endorsements and everything else. But yeah. it's amazing to me. That, that would you consider Mike Connolly? Uh, what tier point guard? He's not, he doesn't tear my point exactly. And a man got a five year, hundred and something million dollar contract.
2: This is what I was trying to tell Andrew when he was into ball. It was like, yo, if you can hone in on one skill. Like, you can dribble, you got handle, you got length. Like, you'll keep growing, and you can shoot. If you hone in on any one of those skills, defense something, the amount of money in the league right now, you will make tens of millions of dollars just by being mediocre. Like, you don't have to be a generational talent like Jordan, like LeBron, like Steph. You can be... a uh, mid-level to almost below that and still make bank. Still get your mama off Schaefer Street and live a good life. But, you know, the nigga don't listen, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here we are. You said when he was into balls, he no longer into ball. No.
2: No. Like, he'll play once in a while, but before it's, like, wake up, go to the park. it would be, like, midnight. You know, he come home with a basketball in his hand in Arizona. You know, now the nigga just be, like, playing video games, Fortnite. So, yeah. It used to be ball is life. That was, like, his whole thing. Ball is life. And I was, like, you'll be lucky if you even see him with a ball.
1: Man, yeah, you my nigga, pick up that basketball again. Uh, <laughs> you don't need no man in the tournaments, my nigga. Get your, get your dribble, no. your rebound game up, and get you behind in the D one school. Get, get your game
2: on. I was telling him, there's so much money in the league right now.
1: But and, you, know. you get drafted first round, you could easily get low, five six mil. Rookie con nigga, pick up, pick that ball back up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm continuing this conversation about basketball, and I thought this was gonna be uh one of those discussions. Um, I'm here for all of the jokes. Um, Warriors sweeping the Blazers. But more importantly, Robert Hood has been (laughs) swept.
2: Yo, that is an incredible stat. How is that even possible?
1: Robert Hood was swept by the Warriors three separate times. By
2: three different different teams. Three years in a row. Yo, (laughs) how does that happen? How does that happen? That has to be
1: a first. That has to be. Fam. The same team? Like the you switch up your team, team thinking I got these niggas. Swept through three years in a row. Fam. I laugh way too hard at that stat when I saw that because I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> what?
2: That's the thing? Yo, speaking of Rodney Hood, though, I do wonder why Tyron Tyron Lou didn't play him last year in the finals. Now he's been pretty decent throughout this playoff run for the Blazers.
1: Tyron Lou cannot coach with a host of other people who cannot coach. And you you see what he did with Portland, that's just having the right coach saying, all right, well. Let me let me test the waters. Let me see what you can do. Like that uh Myers Leonard guy. I'm sure he's gonna yeah. see playing time next year. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He ain't even make the roster a whole lot of times this year. We're like, nah, don't even suit up. We didn't even make the cut. <laughs> but yeah, his coach put him out there and he was hitting.
1: Did you see Dame say if they had Nurkovich that they would it would have been a different story?
2: Yeah, I like, come on, Dame,
1: <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, bro. Did, did you see the picture of a uh, Dame doing the Dame time sign? And this is a picture of um Apple Watch with the dead battery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I saw that one, and the one where he's waving by to the OKC um thunder. But his body's fading off like from the Thanos snap. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yo, who did this to my guy? (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Like, they didn't even have Iggy for game four. They was playing freaking Alfonso and Jordan Bell. Like, all these people, I was like, who is this nigga? Who is he?
1: Who is this? Question that asked, was it the inexperience of the Blazers or was it just fatigue? Um, because they just looked disinterested for four games. Like they didn't want to be there. Like they would rather be vacationing and like beating um OKC was their final, seems like.
2: Yeah. I think it was a combination of both. I think it was more so inexperienced, like they just looked lost. They just look lost. Like Golden State was trapping Dane, and they just couldn't figure it out. Their defense—I don't know what that was. His name Terry Stotts, Stouts, whatever. I don't know what he was watching, but they had no answer defensively for what Golden State was doing. They had no answer offensively for the defense that Golden State was throwing at them. Like if that Myers dude wasn't hitting those shots, it would have been like it would have been a blowout because. They wouldn't get anything from Dane. They he they claimed he was injured, like he had a rib injury or something. I don't know. It could be, but he just couldn't get it going because they was trapping him off for everything, and they were switching. And they were just they just looked confused, like all uh, right, okay, like what do what do I do? Who gets what? Like where are we going? I they just it like the inexperience you can see it, you can see it, and every it, it was just no match. It was shocking. I was expecting them to at least win game four. But 'cause they didn't have Iggy, so that was like another body down for Golden State. But their thing, that that t shirt that that they wear during the warm-ups is strength of numbers. Like that's their team motto, strength and numbers. And they was pulling all them niggas off the bench. And he was getting six points here, four points here, ten points here. Looney had a double double. Like, you can't compete with that.
1: Kavon Looney um has been my second X factor in Series because of what he's been contributing um, to the lineup and having, uh, he, he's been killing boards. And yeah. whatever points I can get off of uh, Draymond's alley oops or like those, those deep in the paint passes, whatever points he was getting, he was getting. But he's my second um, X factor. Um, I was in a conversation today in which. They were talking about facilitators, and you know George V. George, he was um he, he was having a conversation with somebody, and they said that Curry was a better facilitator than Wade. And I'm a fan of Curry. But I'm like Curry, no. even the best facilitator on his team. Yeah, nah. The
2: only thing Curry has over D. Wade is his shooting. That's it. He's, he's just a better shooter. He's a better free throw shooter. That's about it. Wade is a way better rebounder. He's a better facilitator. Way better defensively. Like, that's not even a question.
1: Um, Someone also said handle. Curry had shooting and, and handle. handle.
2: Yeah, of course, his handle. So that, That's all he has. is his shot and his handle.
1: That's better than uh, D-Wade. And and George was like, I'm waiting for Corey to disagree with me. I'm like, I can't though because Steph ain't really, he ain't a facilitator like that. And that led the conversation to, so what makes a facilitator? Is it just assists? And I was like, nah, I think it has to, a lot to do with your IQ, making the right play, like seeing the court. It's not just assists; it's making the smart, the right play at the right time, like getting people involved. And for me, I think Draymond is. Better at that on Golden State because that's how Steph and Clay get their points. That's how everybody yeah. else gets involved. Yeah. They like
2: the way their offense is set up, it doesn't it doesn't require facilitating so much because it's just so fluid. Like you just keep moving, you keep moving, and you know the ball ends up where it ends up. So right. there's no need for like like a Chris Paul type of floor general um on the Warriors. But, yeah, like, Steph, nah. He's not a better basketball player than D-Way. He has better aspects, like, you know, better components to his game. But I think, like, overall player, I don't know. I don't know about that.
1: I see a lot of people saying, um, or they were saying, if Milwaukee goes um, to Golden State, that Golden State doesn't really have an answer to that. But um I think the same inexperience that we are seeing that we saw in Portland, we're seeing in Milwaukee in their series with the Raptors.
2: Yeah. I I have that feeling that we'll get that because they're so young. Um and their guy like, you know, Giannis is so young, like he's really good, but he's still really, like, he's still really young. And um, none of them have, have never been there. They've never been on that, that, that big of a stage. So I do think that an um, experience will, will play a factor. However, the Bucs is a very different team from the Blazers. The Bucs are the only team in the NBA that's top three in both offense and defense. So that's something to watch throughout this series. I think they were like the number one three-point shooting team in the league. Um, so they can catch fire. You know, like Golden State goes on those runs. Milwaukee can catch fire as well. Um, I think it's going to come down to, though, the game planning. And, you know, in that in that vein, the inexperience will probably uh, catch up to them and Golden State
1: will probably win it in five. But this is what brings me back to the question I asked you um, about the Golden State and Portland series, and that's does rest give you a better um, a better chance, or the, is the team coming off a, a six game, seven game, who's been you know running and gunning? Do they have a better chance because their bodies are used to it now? Like, what's the the I don't want to say advantage, but is is having rest good or going uh, the distance in a series uh, good? Like, which one's more beneficial? I think for Golden State, the rest for them is beneficial because
2: they've been dealing with so many injuries. um, Playing that that short rotation um, during the Houston series, and, you know, a lot of A lot of minutes. Um, I think Steph played like 47 minutes in game four the entire second half um, and the overtime. Um, So, yeah, they they have – and then this is is their, what, fifth straight finals. So, they have already a lot of mileage on their bodies. And um, a lot of them are older, like Iggy, who's always dealing with like some knick-knack injury – Um, Sean Livingston, Steph, of course, with his ankles. Um, So I think the rest will be beneficial for Golden State. I don't know if they'll come out rusty. I don't think so. I think they've been fired up um, ever since KD went out. Like, they have something really to play for. I know a lot of people always say, you know, you've been to four straight finals. Like, Like, what are you waking up for? Like, you've been there, you've done that. What's the motivation? So I think this Katie injury has really given them another um, resurgence and something to look forward to, something to wake up to, and, like, yeah, let's go get it. Like, let's go do this fifth straight one, get our third straight ring, um, and we're going to go at them. We're going to go at them. So I think the rest is going to be beneficial to them. Um, the Bucks are a young team, so they probably don't really need the rest like that. You know what I mean? So I think it's more beneficial for the Warriors to get rest.
1: I heard Draymond Green say um, it's not about just getting to the finals. I know what it feels like to get to the finals and lose. And trust me, it's not a good feeling. Um, I agree with you. I think they have – like most teams, you, you you try to say, well, like you said, what motivates you? How do you get back to here? How do you win um, again? And I think you constantly have to find something that's going to push you. And I think – KD going out and everybody pretty much saying it's over. Um, going states out of here has given them, it almost rejuvenated that team. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. And you can see the way that they're playing. You can see the way that they're playing. It's so free flowing and it's like such a brotherhood and a camaraderie that we haven't really seen since 2015, 16. So it's it's fun watching them again like this without, you know, KD ISO winning and clapping for the ball every time they go down the court. It's been fun. It's been fun watching, so I know that they're having fun, you know.
1: What about it do you think not they need back, but um if they go against either team, who would you rather see? Cousins or um cousins with the lineup that we've been seeing? Versus the Blazers or KD back with the lineup that we saw against the Clippers?
2: Oh, that's a tough one. Cousins is such a defensive liability. Like, it's not even funny. (laughs) Like, he is so bad for that team when it comes to to defense. I, I guess KD, I would say KD. They're gonna, they're gonna need another big body though because as easy as it was to shut down Dame because he's a small guy, like you can't do you're not gonna punk Giannis around. You know what I mean? Like he's too big, he's too dominant. He can get to whatever spot he wants to, unless they come up with some
1: crazy, some crazy scheme. I don't know, I can't see it. Um the scheme got can be the same as it was for Shaq, Hacker Shaq, because his free throws are yeah, his, terrible.
2: He's terrible. Yeah, he's terrible. He's terrible. Um, But, yeah, so I think that they'll have a harder time defensively with the Bucks because they're so big. Their guards, like their guards are even big. You know what I mean? Um, They have so much length. So I think they'll have a a harder time with the Bucks than they would with the
1: Raptors. Uh, Speaking of uh, the Raptors, how do you feel about – Drake um, being able to pretty much do whatever he wants on the sidelines at a Raptors game. Isn't he like the team ambassador or something? He is? Yeah, like he has an official
2: title with the Raptors. So, of course, he's going to be – and he's Drake. You going to tell Drake to sit down
1: in Toronto? I mean, if, if if I was a Bucks player, I'd be trying to trip that nigga or something and he's running up the sideline. Like, you ain't going to be celebrating. I know we no. in your –
2: if you're with the Bucks organization, then yeah, of course you'll have a problem with it. But if you're in Toronto and you're like security or something, or you're you're a part of the, the Raptors team or you're on the coaching staff, like nobody's gonna be like, Drake, chill out. Like nobody's gonna say that to him.
1: I coach him like, get off me, nigga.
2: Sit down sit down. Ah, <laughs> right, he won his job. <laughs> Freaking me Sit down. I'm trying to coach a game. <laughs> Yeah, he would be up like slapping fives with them when they're going to the bench for timeouts. Like he's a part of the team. I'm like, I've never seen that before. I'm like, who does that? Um, but yeah, they ain't gonna they're not gonna say nothing to to Drake in Toronto. Like if this was if he was in Milwaukee and he was doing that, then yeah. But no, he was home and he's the team ambassador, so he's gonna be able to do things like that.
1: I don't have no problem with it. Is named after his um, record label and has his emblem on the building. So,
2: yeah,
1: that's that's, that's, that's
2: that,
1: right? <laughs> um, is Kawhi injured, or is that just something the story did making up? I,
2: he looks at times. He looks like he's limping, but then he'll like. Two steps later, he won't be limping. It's almost like a freak of nature. I'm like, yo, was this... Is he, like, that strong? <laughs> like, I don't know. I do think he is injured, though. Like, he's always been... He's always, like, having battles with injury. And then he's playing mad minutes. Like, he he's never played all these minutes ever in his career. Um, so, yeah, I do think he's injured.
1: Do we see what happens... Um- to Kawhi um, the same way it happened to LeBron against uh, the Spurs that year where he just, from playing so much he just cramps up really bad?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Especially when your body's not used to it and you really, you played what, nine games last all of last season and then you come to this team, you miss 22 games for load management or whatever but then you're playing crazy minutes in the playoffs,
1: that little management stuff is uh BS. Definitely. That, that that's it's, it's BS. And as long as Kyle Lowry's is wearing a jersey, I don't give the Raptors a shot in hell. Because <laughs> Kyle Lowry, will Kyle Lowry? So I don't know, man. These niggas are gonna beat each other. Last, last game. He had a big game. He's not going to do the same thing <laughs> back. back. No, it's not. Kyle Lowry.
2: He's Kyle Lowry. He's wildly inconsistent.
1: Yeah, I um, for that very reason, like Golden State having nine days to prep for whoever. I had this conversation with somebody um, at work, and I said I would just keep alternating with film I watch because I, it's not like it's a surprise. I'm either facing one of these two teams. Yeah. How do you plan for I I would be watching tape on both teams and coming up with a game plan for both teams so that because you got more than enough time to prepare for whatever. Yeah. I think they try to um, if he's healthy, I think they try to put um, cousins in there just to be like a body. Down low. But then again, they signed Andrew Bogart for that same reason that that nigga's been riding the bench majority of the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Um, Warriors what? resting, Bucks and Raptors not resting, and. Urban Magic Johnson tweeting about what skinny popcorn he's gonna get to watch the game. <laughs> this thing is annoying me. I don't mind him. Magic Johnson's annoying me. You, you, you left your job just so you can tweet that dumb BS. <laughs> That's uh, That's what you wanted to do was type what skinny popcorn you wanted to eat while you were watching the Raptors and Bucks. Well, he
2: left because he felt like he was getting backstabbed and he didn't, oh, no, didn't have
1: the we, control. we getting into that. We opened up with him on first take talking about all of that other stuff. Um, I watched it. And while I was watching it, I was like, I don't know if this is BS. I don't know if this is him trying to get ahead of something. But why would you do this the same that they're announcing a new coach, one? And why didn't you have these conversations when you had all these dinners after leaving about what was going on? Like, it just seems weird and very shaky, baby. Yeah, now, I feel like so. um,
2: I feel like that's his truth. And, you know, no one can really deny him his truth. He felt like he was being backstabbed. And, you know, that's that's his reality. Um, so I believe him. Um, I, 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 I don't... He said he was only going to be there for three years. So the fact that he just jumped ship a year earlier is like...
3: Something have had to happen.
1: Man. I I, I think it might have been some uh him feeling like he was uh being backstabbed. But why not say that when you have that meeting after you leave? Why not say, oh whoa. Um I know a a lot of what he was uh preaching on that interview was like um, he was mad that it, it was being said that he wasn't really working and he wasn't dedicated to the job mm-hmm. and he gave up things um, he gave up things um, like being with his family when after he signed LeBron he had a five-week vacation so it's like Magic what are you talking about? Um, yeah well
2: after he signed LeBron it was Five weeks of vacation, that's still summertime. So, okay, we get that. We understand that. Um, But he does have a lot of businesses. He does have a lot of businesses. So, I don't know how any of us expected Magic Johnson to be in the Lakers office every day, traveling with the team every road game, when he has a whole lot of uh, other obligations and like he said, they pay him way more than what Jeannie Bus was paying him to be basketball president.
1: So why not turn it down from the get-go? Well, he Did said
2: you- that. He said that he's, he, he, he expressed that to Jeannie. Like, look, you know I have businesses. You know I'm doing other things. Blase, blase. If I take this job, I won't be there, quote-unquote, full-time as, you know, maybe all the other basketball presidents are, um, like I'll come in when I can, but I have other things, other ventures, other obligations that are really paying me, you know, the big bucks and is really maintaining my lifestyle. Um, and I have commitment to those things. And if I do this, I won't be, I won't be as present as the job maybe traditionally requires. So he said that he expressed that to Jeannie and she was cool. And, you know, they moved forward. And the conversations that they had prior to him taking the job, it basically turned out that that wasn't the case. So it made his exit very swift and and easy.
1: I'm not saying that there's no shady business that's happening. I just think Magic couldn't, um, when he screwed up and that's trying to basically give it a whole team for AD and that didn't happen and he couldn't use his charm to kind of like smooth that situation over, um, I think that played a part in him making his exit and him doing his interview, like they're trying to, win everybody back with that charm that he has versus taking the responsibility for re- doing a really bad jo- a really bad job
2: <laughs> well he got lebron there
1: he got lebron there and they signed no bigs brook lopez was gonna sign um hold on what is this thing brook lopez was gonna s- sign with the lakers for the same thing That he signed, um, that he signed with the Bucks, but he didn't. Magic didn't pull a plug because he was heavily confident that he was going to land AD.
3: Well,
2: I mean, Brook Lopez could be having a lucky season here. You know, he's having a very lucky season. Would you would you bet three million dollars on Brook Lopez? Honestly,
1: <laughs> I would not bet three million dollars on Brick Lopez, but I would make it seem like I had AD in a bag, and like there should have been a backup plan. Yeah, that's all I'm saying is that there should have been a backup plan. Um, but Magic's whole demeanor was that, oh no, we're getting AD. Like I'm-
2: I think that they were supposed to get AD. That's why that the Pelicans fired that dude. <laughs> was he kept turning down the AD offers and he's pretty much just going to leave. Like, you're going to end up getting nothing for him when you could have gotten some draft picks, some young um, prospects. You know what I mean? Like, you could have got a package deal for him. And, you know, the longer you wait, the less desirable, you know, the offers can become. But I think that AD trade was supposed to happen. It was just, you know, maybe the leaks or whatever kind of – Frighten the guy off. I don't know, but the Pelicans firing him says to me that that deal, you know, some somebody. If it wasn't the Lakers, maybe Boston, maybe New York, somebody else. But that tells me that AD was supposed to be traded because he's just gonna end up walking if you don't get rid of him by the uh, the the trade deadline. Not the trade deadline, free agency. This is gonna be his last season, and then you're gonna get nothing. So. I'm with magic. I stand with magic. <laughs> All right.
1: What do magic and Steve Harvey have in common? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They job. Jobless. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Steve um. Harvey?
1: Well, karma. The nigga lost his family feud. I thought they were just going to take his show away. But the nigga lost, lost family feud, feud. He lost the,
2: um, the kitty show that he was doing and the
3: talk show. Who's the nigga from the shot that's in the
2: same position? Same yeah, book? Jason Mitchell.
1: Do you think this foul play in both situations? Well, I know Mitchell said uh, there was a sexual harassment and the mitchell thing but th- what do you think is behind steve uh white folks saying we ain't effing with you no more
2: yeah i don't know
1: i can't imagine because he's been cooning for them for a long time that nigga was happy to tell any ain't everybody i'm not gonna mess up my job I, yep. I, I, I ain't cussing i ain't doing yep. I, uh, white folks is paying me yeah yep. now now what steve now who
2: paying you stevie Yeah, I can't wait to see how that one, you know, the stories that come out with that, because I want to know this nigga lost all all his network joints. It's like, all right,
1: thank you, next. Yeah, and when it's a when it's a mass, we're not effing with you no more. That means something must have happened. Yeah, and it's not just one of them. It's like, okay,
2: three, yeah. And the shows aren't going anywhere. The shows aren't canceled. Well, the Steve Harvey show, it. obviously, because his name was on it. But the other one, the the Kitty Joint that he was hosting, they're just replacing him with the uh, the fat chick Melissa Melissa McCarthy. And I don't know what they're doing, Family Few, but I know that they're replacing him for that um, that Kitty Joint. So it's like the show wasn't canceled. It's was not like they, the the network is getting rid of it. They're just <laughs> replacing him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fam, I know that um, Family Feud, they can get any cornball they want to host Family Feud. Yeah, people uh, watch Family Feud
2: anyway. It
1: don't
3: matter
1: who it is. Billy Goat. But, yeah. But do you, do you think he turns it down because him and Steve were uh, boys, or he like he takes it anyway? What was that? I said, um, I wouldn't mind seeing said um, host, but do you think he turns it down because him and Steve are boys, or he takes it and like, fam, look. This help me feed my kids. Cause
2: he- yeah, he better take that. If he know, like, I know, because Steve would have did it. He would take them white folks' money and not even look back.
1: I think Cedric or Anthony Anderson, they really like Anthony Anderson now, so. Cause Wayne yeah, Brady got that other joint. It. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But do you have a show while we're talking on shows? Um
2: the spikely joint, what's it called? She's gotta have it. That one premiered premieres today, season two on Netflix.
1: Crooklyn. No, not that one.
2: Uh no. Not that one. She's got to have it on Netflix. Season 2 out now.
1: I'm going to stay uh on Netflix. Netflix and I'm going to say uh Undercover. On Netflix. Really, okay. Yeah, Undercover. Um, undercover agents infiltrate a drug kingpin's operation by posing as a couple of campground people, uh, where he spends his weekends pretty much. And I just love uh, just the idea of undercovers, and um, you always get me when it's something where someone gets really, really deep involved and like, like The Departed with um Matt Damon's mm-hmm. character, where you, yeah. yeah. I like stuff like that. So this this one's uh, this one's this one's really good. It's only on season one. Uh, I think it's ten episodes.
2: Okay, undercover. I'll check that out. Well, I don't know. Ten episodes. No. I could probably breeze through that. Cause yeah, the first week in June is like TV, like the summer joints, nigga. So I'm a little skeptical into getting to a new show, but you said it's only in the first season and it's 10 episodes. I could probably breeze through that by tomorrow.
1: <laughs> it's Netflix. It ain't like you're going to be uh, waiting. all. Netflix, I love their, their model, Nigga, we put out however many episodes at one clip. We ain't going to give them to you one at a time. Watch it how you will, and we'll catch y'all niggas next season.
2: But Netflix, you used to have to go on the, the website, put movies in your queue. Get
1: it delivered.
2: <laughs> Send Fam. it back in three days.
1: <laughs> I don't remember seeing the last Redbox uh, machine. <laughs>
2: oh, man. Those were the days.
1: I wanted to stream uh, backstage for my birthday, and I was surprised that none of the streaming services had backstage. None of them. Really?
2: Not, Not even, even. Like voodoo or what's the other one? Amazon. None of them. Wow. How do you find, like, how do you watch that? How are you supposed to watch that? How is niggas supposed to get to backstage bag?
1: The, the DVD. The DVD. You got a DVD playing in your living room? My PlayStation. I don't. Ha- I haven't brought an actual DVD player because of my PlayStation. I can play Blu-rays through play- it. I can play regular DVD players. There's no reason for me to buy a- an actual physical DVD player. Are you watching
2: DVDs? Are you buying DVDs? Blu-rays? Remember Blu-ray was like the big shabam. Now on Blu-ray.
1: I, I buy uh, for Caden. Um, like if it's a movie. Like the Spider-Man joint. Um spider-man and like the stuff that he likes likes i buy on blu-ray just to have it the nigga don't watch it on blu-ray no way he usually watches it sh- streaming because he's part of these <laughs> new waves that don't got no respect <laughs> but that's the only time I'm like that um and like the avengers i'll buy the blu-ray just because but because i really think those are dope movies but i don't i don't be buying movies like that if ever
2: I, have, I can't remember the last time I bought a DVD. Play, a DVD.
1: And when that Disney joint go live, I, my buying DVD day is going to be over because I'll just pay money and have him stream that joint. Yeah, remember the scam? They're about to put something in the vault. Yep. So and it never. Yeah.
2: They'll, yeah, they'll release it. And it'll only be available for like three months and then it's going into the vault. And that was it, and everybody go running to get it. Disney been scamming us, yo, for, for years.
1: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that, but them niggas did do that vault thing, and then yeah. do, do live movies of <laughs> the things that's in the vault. Get the hell out of here, Disney.
2: <laughs> Disney been running a game on us for years, bro.
1: <laughs> niggas been scamming us for a long time. You're right about that.
2: <laughs> we still got the scamming. We're scamming That's crazy.
1: I, I, uh, it's gonna be real interesting uh, seeing what we come up with once basketball is over and that long stretch between uh, where it's just uh, baseball and soccer on wow.
2: ESPN. I'm gonna be outside. Like I'm not gonna sit here and watch. Chris Carter and Nick <laughs> Nick Wright talk about Dak Prescott. What kind of contract he should get? This like I'm not watching that. Yeah, I want to go outside. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> daytime TV be dead in the summer.
1: Some dead. of vacation from sports talk. <laughs>
2: yeah, some vacation from that. All them, all them sports shows. I'm on vacation from you, bro. I ain't getting my ratings.
1: Yeah, I ain't trying to hear Skip and Shannon argue about uh why uh Jerry Jones hasn't gotten Zeke out of jail. So, um, <laughs> yeah, after the NBA free
2: agency, that first, what, like two days, and then we done.
1: For those that listen to this for sports, uh, I'm just warning you now. You're gonna be in for a slew of popcorn. For real, <laughs> unless it's something crazy like
2: Aisha Curry getting caught kissing somebody like in a nightclub, like a chick. We ain't talking sports because there ain't nothing happening from July after that NBA free agency. Is nothing happening? Right, right, quick.
1: We we don't really do music reviews on here, but uh, the new Calum. Before I let you go,
2: solid. I'll give it three and a half out of five stars.
1: Um, I liked it the first uh, first listen through. I was confused as why he had those uh the no brainer and oh
2: huh oh yeah the no brainer and um top of the Maybach.
1: Yeah, those were on a, a previous album. I was very confused by that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't but,
1: but, um, that I, I think Big Sean uh, killed that thank you. Mm-hmm. He killed that thank you. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying this disrespectfully, but the Nipsey track, I feel like, was a great track if it was on Nipsey's project and Nipsey they could have gave like not they could have gave Nipsey but I would have loved to hear that on a on a Nipsey project I don't think um it was a waste going on college joint it was a, a it was a really good track but I just would have preferred to hear it on like a Nipsey project that's my only with yeah. what it is would have preferred maybe to he'll hear. give
2: it to them he did say that um I think that was supposed to be his first single and he had a hard time with it and he asked the family if he could like release it or whatever. And they gave they gave their blessing. And um <clears throat> all of the proceeds will go to his two children. So that was dope.
1: But they pushing, um, I guess I don't know if they're pushing it, but Wish Wish is the song that you hear. Well,
2: at well least of course. I- what other what other track on that album you gonna push? You can't do the Jay Z Beyonce joint because that's been out for two years already. You can't do Bieber's joint because that's been out for two years already. Who's the biggest artist after that left on that album?
0: Cardi B.
2: So you, that was really a no brainer. No pun intended.
1: I see what you did there. Oh, <laughs> snap. Oh, snap. All right. Uh, you niggas get your excuses ready for Monday. Um, that's all I had.
2: What was your show or your movie?
1: Undercover,
2: undercover, undercover,
1: yeah. All right, undercover, Undercover. and she's gotta have it. You said by Spike, yeah, Yeah. Uh, season
2: two, she's gotta have it out now on Netflix.
1: Mad random. Uh happy birthday, A boogie. Who? young, oh, yeah. young King. Oh.
2: Happy birthday, little nigga. <laughs> I got ten punches <laughs> when I see you. Uh, blip
1: blip. Blip blip. Catch you niggas on the flip side. Bleep, bleep, Until next bleep, week. Bleep. Bleep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: Yes sir.